We've got football coming up tonight. The NFL season kicks off with the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs playing host to the Houston Texans. Out on the diamond, it was a beautiful day for some baseball. And heading into 2020, many people thought there would be no high school football. Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. You're listening to WNCT 9 on your side, Sports Talk, with sports director Brian Bailey, Nolan Knight, and Kelsey O'Donnell. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to our Not On Your Side sports podcast. This is Brian Bailey, sports director here at WNCT-TV, Not On Your Side. Nolan Knight joins us, as does Kelsey O'Donnell as we talk sports. For the next little bit, we've got some big plans for 2021 to kind of expand our podcast. But today we're kind of kind of look back at uh, a little bit about 2020. I think everybody wants to see 2020 in its rearview mirror and move on to 2021. We're going to talk pirate basketball with the men and the women, look at the NFL playoffs. We'll... Uh, Talk about how the Eagles tanked the other night. Uh, one no, of us, we don't one of us is today. a Philadelphia fan. <laughs> we'll find out about that. A little high school basketball. Out, yeah. High school football starts in a month, believe it or not, if we get the chance to play. But uh, let's start first with, with what's the one thing, and I'll start with the ladies first with Kelsey. What's the one thing of 2020? And it really can't say one thing. Everything's, everybody's going to say the coronavirus. But what's the one thing in 2020 that stands out to you? I would say not having sports. I have... Obviously, you're in the same boat, but I've never experienced anything when we've been in a complete lockdown and then no sports in its entirety. I've heard of cancel games, postpone games, but I feel like this year has definitely been a much bigger level. It it was. I mean, the only thing I can even relate it to was 9-11, and we Mm -hmm. lost sports for about a week. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then (laughs) we lost sports for a lot longer than a week. (laughs) Yeah. All summer. What do you think, Nolan? (laughs) Um, If if I had to go with something different, uh, I I think I'd say – how impressed I am with John Gilbert and what he's done with East Carolina athletics. Um, you look at the football program and, and, you know, where it was, you know, maybe three years ago and, and how much they struggled and, and how great of a hire Mike Houston has been as we go into the, the new, the new year in 2021. Uh, it's, I, I think everyone's kind of wide eyed and excited about what he can do this upcoming year and, and year three, which is supposed to be everyone's big year. Uh, as a as a, a new coach in a new program, you look at the basketball team, the great start that they're off to, one of the best starts in program history for mm-hmm. that matter that Mike Dooley has put together. Joe Dooley, Joe Dooley yeah. excuse me, uh, at, at East Carolina, and it's been it, it's been fun to watch it. And you know, our job's so much more fun when, when the when the sports are good. Oh yeah, uh, it's so much more fun to to report on sports and be around a sports program that's that has a lot of success. And, and it was really sad to obviously see East Carolina cut some of their sports because of the coronavirus and other things as well. But uh, I've, I've been really impressed with where East Carolina athletics are going uh, in the coming years. And I think 2020, with everything, how bad it was, uh, it did shed a light on, on where East East athletics can go. I had right. a chance to interview John Gilbert today for the Joe Dooley Show. And, uh, and as a matter of fact, we finished the interview and asked about both of you guys. So, yeah. you know, I feel good about that. So. Been here long enough. Yeah. I think uh, Nolan wins the question game. I liked his answer better. <laughs> Did you? Well, there you go. One for Nolan. All right. Let's uh, let's talk Byron basketball since we're on the topic. Uh, East Carolina, the men lost at Tulane, taking on South Florida on Saturday. So they had the whole week off this week. And I think it's a week they needed. Mm-hmm. If you watch the game against Tulane, I think they were the better basketball team. But they couldn't they couldn't hold on to the basketball. Mm-hmm. It was amazing to see how many turnovers, and a lot of them were unforced turnovers. And it really it really was uh, it was really difficult to watch at some point. And I think Coach Julie said I think his exact words were they they were horrendous. But they've got to get that fixed going forward. Right. 
It, it's more of those road wo- woes from last year. Uh, ECU obviously got the, a big road win to start the season at Charlotte, and and you know they go on the road again, and you think maybe that those troubles of playing on the road are over. And we kind of saw the same thing that we saw last year when East Carolina goes on the road and that struggle turned the ball over. And they stuck around, you know, you know, at the end, and they never went away, but they could never get over the hump and take the lead and keep it. You know, it is hard to having to play a team twice in one season, let alone back to back. Having two wins in a row—that's a tough thing to do. And I know, that's true. Listening to him during um, pregame, postgame, um, press conferences leading up to the game. Um, he was saying that, yeah, they do feel prepared, but there are things that you go back, split the teams, Tulane is studying ECU, ECU studying Tulane, and there's little things that they're going to change that you aren't prepared for. So it's almost like going in, you feel like you're prepared, almost like an exam, mm-hmm. um, and then you go in and you're hit with some trick questions or trick plays. <laughs> Pirates in South Florida set for a 1 o'clock tip-off at Williams Arena, Minji's Coliseum coming up on Saturday. The ladies take on Temple tonight, mm-hmm. and the ladies have been one of the surprises, I yeah. think, in the American Athletic Conference. Of course, when U- UConn leaves the conference, it kind of opens everything yeah, it's wide up. Open. And South Florida, obviously, is now the big favorites, although they're not the favorites that UConn always was. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Florida is very talented, and East Carolina played them tough. They, 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 at, at the end, I don't think the final score really shows you how close that game was. It was back and forth until about the fourth quarter when, when South Florida went on a run. But, I mean, one of the best – the best start since East Carolina has been in the American, uh, and now they have an opportunity to – you know, if they can get a good seeding in the postseason, yes, that's a while away. I, I know that. But if you can make a run at the right time, you can find yourself in the NCAA tournament. Do, have the women ever done that? Yeah, they've been before, but it's it's few and far between. Yeah, I'm sure it is. They're fun to watch, too. I mean, head coach Kim McNeil is awesome. We're hoping to have her on here within the next upcoming weeks. Um, But having two players be recognized at the conference level, that's a big deal for the program, and it puts you on the map for recruits, not only for your fans. Two different players. Yeah, two different players. There's some good talent on the team. And it's just unfortunate that we have two basketball teams at East Carolina that are are really playing pretty good basketball, and nobody can see (laughs) them. I know. know, It's funny. We go live every year You know, for live shots. I bet I go 10, 12, 15 times a year. Love going over there to go live Mm -hmm. because you're over there when they're warming up, and and you get a feel for the game and see the assistant coaches. Feel the energy. Yeah. Crowd. And, and, and yeah, yeah, and, and you can't even do any of that this year. So uh, that's a shame. But uh, hopefully, we're having better things. Uh, although, uh, in talking to Gilbert today, I'll go back to that. Uh, he did say he thinks they're going to have restricted crowds for all the spring sports mm-hmm. as well, baseball included. Maybe opening things up later in the baseball season. But the hope is that by the time we get back to football, that maybe, maybe we'll be closed. Uh, all right, let's go to the NFL playoffs. Before we go to the playoffs, let's talk about the Eagles tank job. Here. <laughs> because that's how the Washington football team got into the playoffs. Uh, the Giants beat the Cowboys that afternoon, so the Giants were in if Philadelphia could upset Washington. Washington's not very good. Philadelphia's not very good. Nobody the Giants very are, good. aren't yeah. very good, and the Cowboys are <laughs> Let me tell awful. you, and I'm I, a fan. I am an Eagles fan, but I express my sorrow and I feel bad for Giants fans this is the one weekend that I was not too happy to be an Eagles fan well you, you, know, <laughs> you look at that game and, and obviously the Giants and the Red Washington football team the Cowboys none of those teams deserve to be in the playoffs no. but they're in the division where, where go. one of them is going to go <laughs> but but if if the Cowboys had beaten the Giants mm-hmm. I think they'd have started Nate Sudfeld at quarterback and just let him play the whole game and gotten blown yes. out but uh-huh. I, you know I don't buy the whole thing you know with Jalen Hurts in there the Eagles could have won the game. I'm not saying well. they would have won the yeah. game, 
But I really think there were some questionable calls. Yeah, I, I yeah. think in the back of my mind, I still think the Washington football team's defense were going to come through with a big play, mm-hmm. and they probably would win the game. You know, I'm I, I'm a longtime Redskin hater, and now they're not the Redskins, obviously. But you got to like Ron Rivera beats cancer. Mm-hmm. Alex mm-hmm. Smith beats you know having, almost having his leg yeah. amputated. Right. Did you see the trophy that his wife made for yeah. him? Yeah, that That's was cool. unbelievable. The race is incredible, and then the trophy is oh, awesome. Did it have barbed wire on it? Because it sure looked like <laughs> yeah, it. I mean, it, it looked it was, like you had everything. It was all. I mean, it almost looked like Legos. <laughs> yeah, like something out of a science fiction it really movie did, or something. Yeah. But it was a neat gesture on her part. But what a great story that is, and uh, you know, and and who's to say? I mean, if you get pressure on Brady. You know, he could turn it over a couple of times. I don't think Washington has the offense to stay with him. But if Brady gets it cranked up and Gronk and Evan and all those guys, mm-hmm. yeah, it's going to be a long day for Washington. The Buccaneers are a beatable team, though. They have the talent to win a Super Bowl, but they also, right. if, if everyone's not on the right page, we've seen it throughout the season, they can be beaten. But there's a reason that they're big favorites. <laughs> That's right. All right, the uh, playoffs kick off on CBS on Not On Your Side, Indianapolis at Buffalo in that game, and then they'll be followed by the Rams in Seattle, then Tampa Bay and Washington. That's the Saturday schedule. Then on Sunday, it's Baltimore at Tennessee. Uh, we will have the middle games. There's no 6 o'clock news on Sunday because the Bears play the Saints, and CBS has that game for some reason. Uh, Cleveland-Pittsburgh uh, is the night game on Sunday, and Cleveland has all kinds of COVID issues. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. you feel bad for the Browns. Lots they finally get in the playoffs. <laughs> Head coach is out. Kevin Stefanski's yeah. out, and a couple of assistants, a couple of other players are out. So uh, that really that's 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 part of the COVID nineteen issue right now. The, the problems <laughs> yeah, with it, it continues, exactly. and it's strange. They're playing the same team that just played as well, who uh, was playing their backups, and they mm-hmm. only won by two. So I, I think the Browns need all the help they can get, um, even with the success that they've had this season. That Pittsburgh team, I, I know they struggled the past couple of weeks, but. Once they get things going and, and they're in playoff mode, you know Mike Tomlin can put them in a position to win, and I think it's gonna be tough, with, especially without having their their head guy on the sideline. Mm-hmm. Two, two weeks ago, the Steelers came from behind and beat the Colts. I was fascinated at the article that I read that said that the Steelers thought the Colts knew all of their plays in the first <laughs> half, and yeah. it was like twenty four to three or something, and the Steelers came all the way back because Roethlisberger started calling the plays, you know himself. And and I don't know what they were doing differently as far as the play calling goes, getting into the game. Yeah. But but you know they came all the way back, and that's that just shows you that they they, they did that, know. Yeah. They, it looked like they did. Maybe they needed to win that game, otherwise they were in jeopardy of maybe losing a playoff spot as well after going eleven and zero. That's crazy. All right, let's go back to uh, basketball in the Atlantic Coast Conference. Uh, Duke. Uh, he's having some COVID issues of their own. Coach K is out for a couple of games. Uh, we're not sure if he if, – if no, nothing's come out that he's tested positive. Yeah, but if he does, Through contact scary. tracing, uh, at least. Uh, There's some old coaches in the ACC. Yeah. So, it's dangerous. Uh, Carolina's 2-2 two and two in the ACC. State's 2-1. and one. State lost a uh, heartbreaker. They, they dominated Clemson most of the game last night, and then Clemson came from behind, beat them yeah. in overtime. Carolina got the shot uh, at the near the buzzer yeah. in the final seconds to uh, knock off Miami on the road. But guess who's in first place in the ACC? <laughs> Virginia Tech Hokies. Holly, did, did y'all graduate the same year with the Hokies? I was a year uh, yeah, above he was a year her. Above me. 2018 for me. He's you, old. Yeah, But you graduated with honors. I know Kelsey did. Ah, get out of here. Yes, I did. I did. I did. Not you did graduate with honors. Congratulations! Yeah. You're smart Thanks. and an athlete. Out of three zero, I didn't have any C's, but not I, honors. I did. I always thought my GPA was around two eight, two nine. I knew I wasn't three zero, and I, uh, during the pandemic, I was kind of panicking about what to do with my life. So I thought about going to grad mm-hmm. school if I didn't have any sports did to cover. Really? And so I got my transcripts. They weren't 
A 2 8 or 2 9? Uh oh. It was closer it to 2 0. Oh, we had to I keep ours was, up there to keep your scholarship. I think it was a 2 point. I think it was 2.3 or 2.4. Cliff Godwin hey, would kill get me. degrees. They do. <laughs> and, and yeah. But I mean, I didn't realize that I was, I knew I didn't apply myself all that. I got one academic A in college the whole time. Now I went to like 12 schools. Was it shop class? No, no, no. I got an A in advanced journalism at Old Dominion, the hardest journalism class they had. Because the guy liked me. I mean, uh-huh. he, the guy took an interest in me and, and my interests, and, and I, I liked the way he taught, and I busted my tail in that class <laughs> and got an A. That's all it takes but sometimes. We yeah. had to have a minimum of a 3.0 across the board to play. Wow. So, so I could have been on the team. So <laughs> well, I couldn't have played lacrosse. You wouldn't have played. You would have run the bench. Someone's got to carry the water bottle. <laughs> That's right. The water boy. But Virginia Tech's 2-0. and Louisville's at 2-0. and uh, Syracuse one and Virginia one and Duke one and as far as conference play is concerned. The problem that we're going to have later on is some of these postponed games. I don't think are going to be made up. Mm-hmm. There's not enough time. There's not enough time. And, and the word came out this week that the entire NCAA tournament is going to be played in the state of Indiana, mm-hmm. which is fascinating to me. There's some great places to play. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of Hinkle Fieldhouse and the history there, and and just. Just everything that goes on with the state of Indiana and, and the history of, of you know, the, basketball, the movie Hoosiers, yeah. Hoosiers, and mm-hmm. and just everything that they've they've done through high school basketball because because the high school basketball tournament in Indiana and it may still be that way they don't they don't classify teams they just send them all to the same bunch so you got your big schools that's Small what the, schools, the movie yeah, Hoosiers, Hoosiers was about. You know, built about was uh, based on so we're gonna see some uh, modern day Hoosiers in Indiana with the NCAA basketball tournament the entire tournament uh, being played there. High school basketball tipped off this week. I, I know it was kind of a quiet schedule early in the week. A lot of teams trying to get games in now. Uh, Kinston had to postpone their first game mm-hmm. with some COVID issues and they're one of the best teams around year in and year out. Uh, we're going to see Farmville Central later on in the week. Uh, we saw North Pitt and Havelock open up uh, on Monday night. Uh, no one went to that game, but um, it's kind of different with all the masks on and everything, isn't it? It's really strange. And, and what's funny is when I was shooting the games and I was getting, you know, opening shots and stuff, I, I was literally thinking in a couple of years when we see these highlights, it's going right. to be so weird. <laughs> yeah. No one in the stands, these volleyball players, high school basketball players with masks on, at least three times during the game that I was at last night, the, the refs stopped the game to make sure people had their mask over top of their nose it's it is so wild and it's going to be so So, funny in like 10 years when you see these pandemic highlights start to come out are they playing with the ones that go around your ears are they using the neck i don't know no everyone about everybody can they i I thought Mm -mm. about everyone has the ones around the ears under armor has um these special ones that most of the kids were using which i think give you a little space like a bubble to so it's not right on your mouse you're not sucking in the mask but, it's um, tough. I've tried working out with them. I can't I'm gonna rip them off. It. Yeah, words I hope I never hear after this year, like like social distancing, <laughs> Face uh, mask. mass. <laughs> Uh, That'll be the resolution. Coronavirus. For 2021. <laughs> Have a regular football season. She, she said, "Coronavirus. Give us a coronavirus." Bella, you're here. We with got us. Bella here too. Give us a loud one. <laughs> Can you say it loud? Coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. We've got a that's special person here with us today. Yeah, that's uh, for those of you that don't know. That's my stepdaughter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> May have to edit that out. Uh, all right. So um, 
Let's see what else we got. High school football kicks off on February 8th, the first day of practice. That's going to be bizarre because, and you guys know you've been here a year or so, right. but on the first day of high school football practice, we try to go out and get two and three, each one of us, you know, schools. Mm-hmm. So we try mm-hmm. to come back with seven, eight, nine, ten different places. We got interviews with coaches. And, and I can remember, you know, it's usually August 1st and it's hot as Hades and, and you go <laughs> bouncing around. You're sweating. I mean, you're sweating. <laughs> and and this is true since Bell was with us. Well, look out. Since Bell was with us, the, uh, <laughs> the mic fell down, didn't it? But I took Bella to South Central with me one morning for, for the first day of high school football practice. And I really thought it was, really wasn't that hot of a morning. And she had the windows rolled up because it was hot. And I didn't think I'd be out there that long. But when I got back in the car, it was really scary because, you know, that's how people get <laughs> Leave your child in the car at the window. Well, she was 16. But, I mean, <laughs> and I really thought she, she, would, she would probably open the door, roll the window down if she got hot. And she wasn't really, really hot when I got back. But I thought to myself, man, that's, that's, that, that, that won't happen again. And it didn't. It hasn't happened. Oh again. goodness! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, just just going on that first day of practice and seeing everybody and, and the smell of the grass has just been cut and, and the gnats flying around in your nostrils and the sweat and it's a different heat in the morning too, yeah. isn't it? It's yeah, muggy. and the dew on the grass. Uh, and now we're gonna go from that to the ice. <laughs> the frost, I would, the frost, frost on there. I prefer the cold weather over the heat. Oh, I hundred percent. I, I guess don't. that's the Philadelphia in me. Yeah. That <laughs> that's the Yankee in you. That's what that is. <laughs> But, yeah. So. How about college football? Sugar Bowl, Rose Bowl. You've got college oh, yeah. football. Oh yeah, national championships coming up. I, I was going to save that for next week, but that'll be a post game for next week, yes. unless Ohio State gets their way and they get another week to rest. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because they have COVID issues, we quote. But what do you think of uh, what Ohio State did to Clemson? <laughs> it. It was. It had to have happened, right? After the way Dabo Sweeney yeah, kept <laughs> preaching as well. Not only did he do it, but kept talking about how he he stood by. His, yeah. I mean, way to just give a team a bunch of bulletin board material. And they and they ran with it. They too. really I mean, did. Every time Clemson thought they might get back in it, and you think with a quarterback like Trevor Lawrence, it was unfortunate for us, obviously, with Cornell Powell playing for uh, Clemson, the hey, former J.H. Rose star. Right. Yeah, and he, you know, he waited and you know, Cornell and I haven't talked to. Cornell in a couple of years, but the last time I talked to him, you know, I was kind of hinting to him. I was, like, "Hey, why don't you come back to Greenville? You know, you can play at East Carolina." And a lot of people have, have talked to him about uh-huh. that. But give him credit because he he persevered and he stayed mm-hmm. there. So many kids jump into that transfer portal yeah. and they're out of yeah. there. The grass is always greener somewhere else. But he had a chance to shine this year. I think he's going to turn this season into some NFL bucks. And, uh, yeah, big That's money. Awesome. He's so. definitely going to get yeah, drafted. He, great kid. I remember uh, I covered his signing uh, when he signed with uh, Clemson, and that was a, that was a neat deal because you know Clemson was just starting to get mm-hmm. really, really good. And uh, he had a chance to play. He didn't play a whole lot in some of those games, you know, through the years, but he played a little bit in different times. But uh, just the, the season he had this past year, it was it was incredible. I'll tell you, going into that game, I did not think Ohio State would pull out as many points as they did, but I'm here for it. I'm ready. I want Ohio State, the underdogs, take Jets down Alabama. I are happy about it. Justin <laughs> Fields, like, great I I, yeah. I was unaware of how good he was and he looks like he could be a, a real deal NFL product and mm-hmm. I think that's Jeff what they thought about Sam Darnold that though didn't that's they? very true yeah. <laughs> well that Sam Darnold team was only six and six or whatever eight and ten or something yeah all right, who are we picking in the national championship then since you Ohio State I'm going for the underdogs you're taking the Buckeyes what's I the am. score mm, 37 to 32 37 32 she takes the Buckeyes. I think it will be high scoring uh, I, I'll take Alabama though uh, there's Devonte Smith. I mean, 
It's, he's, he's really yeah, good. It's it's big time. And it's going to be fun. 82nd Heisman Trophy winner. You know, it, yeah. it gets annoying watching Alabama and Ohio <laughs> State and these championship games all the time, not being a fan of, of either school. But they're fun to watch when they're competing against it each is. other. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great game. And I, I'm going to take Alabama just because they're the favorites. And, and I, I just don't like going against Nick Saban. But I wouldn't be – now, if a week ago I would have said, I don't think Ohio State's going to beat Clemson mm-hmm. and then beat Alabama. Now I think they could because mm-hmm. what they did against Clemson was just really impressive. But Alabama's Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I think I think Alabama <laughs> I do. I think Alabama's really good, but I'd like to pull for the underdogs. Alabama thirty eight, <laughs> Ohio State thirty one. It's gonna be high scoring, that's for sure. We all, we all think what did it's I say? Thirty seven, thirty two? Yeah. So pretty close. Remember those okay. numbers and we'll talk about them uh, coming <laughs> up next week. Anything else you guys want to Put on the table before we get out of here. No. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. We appreciate you guys if you listen because basically we get in here and uh, I did want to bring up some of the things we're going to try to do in the future. We usually get in here and just kind of talk about our favorite teams, talk about what's going on locally. We also want to include some interviews going forward. So when we get closer to the start of this bizarre high school football Mm -hmm. season, we're going to have some of the local high school coaches on with us from time to time. Uh, We're also going to try to get some of the East. These kind of coaches are so hard to to get a hold of and to get, get them, you know, it's, it's hard enough. I've been doing radio for years and trying to get it lined up for that and everything, but we're going to try to line up some of We've tried to get Kim McNeil pretty mm-hmm. soon, working on that for next week because obviously she's off to a great start. So we've got some of that going on. And then uh, if you have a question or comment for us, feel free to, to email us and uh, get them to us and we'll address the, the concerns or comments <laughs> or that kind of thing right here on the podcast. So for Noah Knight and for Kelsey O'Donnell, I'm Brian Bailey, and that has been your Not On Your Side Sports Podcast for this week. We'll see you later.